the bar that I frequent, uh, the owner within a week was like, Hey, you want to pick up some shifts, make some extra money? Cause he lost two of his bartenders. I'm like, dude, I've never, I've waited tables twice in my life. I suck at it. You know, I've never been a bartender or anything like that. He's like, it's easy. It's shots and beer, you know, but you know, think about <laughs> it. So I said, sure. You know, I'll give it a shot. I've got to get my ABC license and, and start within like two months of the first shift. You've got to get ABC, ABC license. But like, I've had a sedentary job for like the last five years. Oh, you're and standing this, all day. And this is a nine hour on your feet job. And I woke up and I felt like I got hit by a Mack truck. I mean, I could not believe, A, how just incredibly out of shape I've become. Like just stand, like it's not like I'm, you know, fighting or, you know, <laughs> like sparring for nine hours. I'm standing on my feet pouring beer, you know. And it's just amazing just how how sore I am after just nine days of nine nine days. Walk the dog for five days. Yeah. Um just standing for nine hours straight. Like it's just completely not what I'm used to. Get them I compression object. socks. Round, yes. round is a shape. You are in shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I um uh, actually it was my second uh my second shift. The first shift I made the mistake of wearing my uh Converse which are just basically flip-flops. And, mm-hmm. oh my God, my feet hurt. That was ridiculous. So yeah, now I'm wearing are... running, running shoes, and it's night and day. Yeah. Con- Converse, uh, a, lot, a lot of people like them. No support at all. No. You may as yeah. well just be, you may as well just be, I don't know, slap, strapping some CDs to the bottom of your feet and going yeah, for exactly. a walk. Yeah, exactly. That might be more comfortable. I'm not sure. You may be better <laughs> off barefoot. Yeah. Well, not yeah. that far. <laughs> what if you get some of those uh have you seen the the hiking shoes with the toes you know how you get like toe socks but you can get like little rubber, yeah, the, rubberized yeah. like shoes grippy ones get some of those that'd be a talking point in a bar for sure yeah <laughs> yeah i don't they're probably not even allowed because of like heavy kegs and things right i mean probably have well, to wear close toe shoes well those are close to they're just individually closed <laughs> Yeah, yes. like my. But t- you got little steel, it, it, little steel caps on wrapped them. toes. <laughs> They're not steel toed. Yeah. Well, the 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 nice thing about this bar is he he's a, he's changed the setup a lot to where you don't move kegs around. Like there's all the kegs in the back in the cooler. You just change the the hookup. So there's no like picking, lifting, moving. So I'm not even doing that. Like the heaviest thing I lift is a mug. You know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I all, active all, job those, again. all that time playing Safi should have prepared you for this. Right. You know, I, I'm uniquely <laughs> prepared. I would say it's so funny because when I thought about the job before I, before my first shift, I'm like, you know, I mean, I've been a nurse for a long time. This will be just a different kind of medication that I'm giving my patients. <laughs> <laughs> you can practice, practice your bastard manner. That's, that's right. Yeah. And, and that too, like, I don't know. It's real strange. <laughs> Uh, whenever I, uh, my, I have a, apparently I have an impeccable bedside manner because I sit at my knees and I'm able to just like really BS with people. Um, <clears throat> but that's because I like, it's like flipping a switch. When I go to work, I'm in that role. And when I'm in that role, I can just blather and talk. Apparently that works for bartending too, because I get up there and I just am a nonstop stream of nonsense and crap. And it's, it works well. When everybody's <laughs> and, then, and then you can look at it and go, you know what? You, uh, you need to get that looked at. Yeah, right. <laughs> and 
I just look around like, you know, you're all alcoholics, <laughs> right? I mean, it's 2 a.m. and you're having another shot. <laughs> uh, alcoholics go to meetings. These people are just drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's also really funny. Like, I was talking to one of them because, again, it's a, it's a bar that I frequent uh, pretty regularly. I said, it's really strange to be on this side. Like, I'm completely stone cold sober just just sucking down water all night. <laughs> and I'm watching my friends slowly decline into these depths of drunkenness. And I said, it's really interesting because I can get you guys to do anything. Like, I can come up and like, you know what? It really is a good idea to just split the earth in half. And blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, it's so awesome. Like, it's you can convince <laughs> anybody to do anything at that point. <laughs> just get a giant saw. <laughs> right. I mean, so I would just, just need... You need I to go see you need Mike to... directly. I'll go straight through the planet. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start your shift with a, a box of cards against humanity and just shuffle up the cards, put three in your top pocket, and just say, I need to get somebody to say each one of these things by the end of my shift. <laughs> the daily goal. <laughs> Achievement complete. Hey, we've got raising uh, rune lords in the chat. Uh, you don't... are new. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Please, please don't raise any rune lords. <laughs> yeah. those, those, du those dudes are bad. So, which podcast are you wanting us not to spoil? Because we're getting ready to play this one. And you might have some spoilers. You're talking about R&R, &R, like Rocks and Rune Lords? Or this one. If that's the case, then yeah, we can easily not spoil that. <laughs> Yeah, so just, oh, you I, just got to watch out for, <laughs> and then yeah. uh, and then when <laughs> comes onto the scene, you got to you know just just close your ears. Stop yeah, the it. only the only delay for editing we have is like however long it takes for Mike's transmission to get here <laughs> from Australia, and that doesn't give us time to like. <laughs> yeah, my. Oh, uh... speaking of Australia, I'm sorry, uh -oh. Mike. I meant to ask you a question. Have you ever played <laughs> rugby? Uh, no. Okay. I only asked because I was at the gym yesterday and, you know, on the exercise bike staring at screens because I got nothing. I, I can't, you know, so it might as well be Clockwork Orange. Mm -hmm. And I see this rugby game and I've never played rugby. I've played football. I've never played rugby before. And I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like turning my head. I'm like, what are they doing? We, we, <laughs> we, we may have an international audience. So when you say football... <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. What exactly do you mean? <laughs> no, rugby, not football. <laughs> or do you call rugby football? That would be No, we call, we call Australian rules football football. <laughs> oh, wait. So this is a different thing, different thing entirely. It's not even soccer. It's a different thing. Oh, okay. All right. That's so confusing. <clears throat> oh, Raising, Raising says there are only 11 episodes in on, I guess, our, our show. So, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. There's going to be, yeah, sorry about that. Well, there should just... be 17 out there now, oh, so yeah? you got a few more. Yeah. Um, on L podcast. Well, uh, this is yeah. far enough in the future that it's not super spoilish, other than the fact that we're still alive. Yes. So that is an inadvertent spoiler. Um, <laughs> if, you're in, if you're in episode 11, then you're still like in book one. We're in book four, just FYI. Um, How many players are in episode eleven? Uh, I think I think she's there. Okay, yeah. Or maybe she's already come and gone because she's. I don't remember how many episodes she was in there. Like ten, maybe, if that. Let me see Rachel. <laughs> yes, I actually talked to her the other day. Uh, you know, I 
been talking about the whole corral idea, having a home base and like pull people out and blah, blah, blah. And she seemed interested, but also apprehensive because she doesn't want to like, yes, I will do it. And then now I can't don't want to do that kind of thing. But anyway, yeah, maybe we'll see her again. I hope we do. Probably warm on the topic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also, I would like to say, I wish we had a way to let everybody know, moving the map a little bit, because I got it off kilter for some reason. Um, we didn't record last week. I wish we had a way of, besides Discord, of letting everybody know so you're not just sitting there waiting. But, you know, this is a live show. You get the double-edged sword. It's live. It's great. You can talk to us. But also, if we can't make it, we can't make it. It's usually like a last-minute decision to see if we can. But sorry we missed you. We're back this week. We're picking up where we left off two weeks ago. Um, and with that, I have been looking at this, this, uh, hippity hoppity frog like creature that's coming towards you. And I thought it looked way too adorable in the token. Like it doesn't represent just how horrible this thing is. Oh, so, good. <laughs> yeah. I felt as though I should give you a better idea. Oh, of this thing like. Shizen. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's it's a brownish green color. This is more gray, but it's a brownish green color. It is medium size, but it is that other one looked like. You know, I, I think I mentioned when we were talking before we got on, like it looked like you know, wind of the willows goes bad, like um, night before nightmare before Elm Street style. No, this thing's horrifying. It's a nasty looking, terrible, terrible creature. Hold on, I've got I've got to I've got to figure out how to put that onto the uh, to the stream here. Oh, okay. Let me bring it back up. It's, I've, I've uh, still got I, it up. Nope, that didn't work. Right. It, that didn't uh, work at all. It, it, it looks like Killer Croc decided to go with something truly horrifying for Halloween. Killer Croc. <laughs> I don't know. That head looks more sharkish than froggish to me. Yeah. And that was something else. It's a nice thing that having episodic episodes like episodic episodes <laughs> gives me time in between to kind of think about what's going on. So and change I did, the creature. Uh, yeah, I, I turned it into a Tarrasque, just like you said, Tarathiel. And then the Tarath enters the game. Um, the time the Tarrasque showed up. Yeah. Um, I decided that, Khaldun, you actually have heard of these before. Yeah, he would yeah. have heard of these, yes. Yeah, and I think you actually mentioned, uh, you. I think you named it um, last episode. Uh, it is It is very much a slot. Yeah. Um. I don't like it. And for what it's worth, you can tell in character what that is. Uh, but it's a it's a frog demon, for lack of a better word. Um, and this happy, big brown and green frog, upon hearing you started casting a spell, popped up. It didn't quite, like, it wasn't like it was invisible and became visible. It's like it just showed up and appeared, like it was very well hidden. Big difference versus somebody that just like I was invisible and now I'm not. Yeah. This thing just seemed to have like come out of the shadow that was available. Um, and as it did that, as you're casting that spell, took a deep breath and let out a screech that sounds like ten thousand nails on a chalkboard. Which means I need Ferzon and Caldoon both to give me a saving throw. Okay. Constitution. Any saving throw? Huh. Constitution. <laughs> okay, I can do Constitution. Well, it's a good one at least. Oh no! Don't, don't yeah, don't say that. I rolled a two. <laughs> oh no! Oh my goodness! 
Hold on, hold on. I I, I I've turned off D and D. Uh, whatever it is. What is it? What you is turned it off D and D. No, the beyond 20. the extension, the beyond twenty thing. So I started back up. Oh, turn it back on. Refresh the screen because it it rolled and the little die rolled on the uh, on the uh, who's it? Oh, can I have the other one? You rolled a one. <laughs> oh, we're doing good. I rolled, All I right. rolled an eleven before. So that's a fail and a fail. Yeah. Oh no. Um, this immense, powerful sonic wave of pain and energy. Oh my god! Ah. Hits you both for twenty-five points Max. of damage apiece. Jeez. Uh, what kind of damage? Sonic uh, thunder, thunder, thunder. So he croaked at us. Yeah. Nah, nah, very, nah, very nah, much. Nah. Yes. Um. <laughs> And after he does that, he moves back Hi. into the darker areas. So, um, can I use you threw a, the torch? Yeah, can I use a uh, reaction to reduce the damage? Absolutely. Okay. Let <coughs> you do that by six. So only nineteen points of damage. So you threw the torch, if I remember correctly, somewhere in here. Um, so it's right on the outskirts of the dim vision aspect of the torchlight. Okay. Just FYI. Um, so it screeches, you hurt, <laughs> and now it's Ferzon's turn. Sounds like covering his ears. Oh, and he, Khaldun, if you intend on continuing your ritual, you'll need to do a constitution saving throw. I don't know if you uh, no, want to I continue think, casting I the tank magic. I've, yes, I'm going to do something different. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> completely <All right>. different. <laughs> uh, now for something completely different. Cast, uh, cast mending on the, our eardrums. Yeah. Right. That was what? <laughs> yeah. I I I I don't know if I if I sound more or less like Farzan, but I'm I don't think I'm gonna try to do it tonight. So sorry. Um but he is going to like he, he recoils from this this like this awful, awful noise and it goes away and he's like no other choice but to go after it, I guess. And unless it's like it advanced on us, attacked, and was moving back um, strategically, or like scared of us. Uh, no, it's backing up. Okay, okay. So like, there's no facing in D and D, but it's not like it's like turn tail and run. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not like warning you now go away. It's hit you, and then I'm gonna find another way. I'm gonna hit you again. Give me an insight check. Okay. Give me an insight check. Okay. Because Farazhan's not going to know if this thing is intelligent or is it a, a beast. So, 11. So, A, you you know it's intelligent. Okay. Like, just the way it moves, the way it's acted. Mm -hmm. But what you kind of feel happened was it was curious. It snuck up, and then Khaldun started casting a spell and probably considered it maybe an attack. Okay. Okay. And then so blah, and it ran off or backed up to, you know, strategically. And that's what makes you feel like it's intelligent because it doesn't just sit there and like go bestial and attack and attack. It is being strategic in its actions. Okay. All right. Um, in that case, uh, Therzon is going to spread out a little bit and uh, kind of come around the table. I don't know. Jump over the table. Small enough to jump over. Uh, it's big. I would, I would actually, 
Uh, because it's combat, I would actually need you to do an athletics check. Okay. <clears throat> or uh, uh, the other one. Nimbly bimbly. Nimbly bimbly Acrobatics. Check, whichever, acrobatics or athletics, let's, whichever's better. Let's do the only uh, strength-based skill in the game was athletics. <laughs> it's actually a very important one, too. Yeah. It's a very important skill, athletics. So Farzan's going to run and do the uh, pole vaulty thing. So he's got the okay. with the magic steak uh, with a 23. La, 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 la. Oh, yeah, you're good. No problem. All right, all right. So it doesn't even uh, cost extra movement. It's just part of your... It's very graceful. So Awesome. So he will move forward one, two, three, four, six, um, just to the edge of that. I think that's six. I think that's six. And um, he is going to chuck a um, couple of axes at it. This is Hmm? Axie. Choppy and Axie. Uh, choppy and he's, gonna, he's throw, throwy, throwy and choppy. choppy. Throwy and choppy. Throwy and choppy. Yep. Throwy and choppy. So this is throwy. Yep. He pulls and rolls a natural one. Oh, no. is this, you guys are on a roll. This better yes. not continue because this will be the last episode. Yep. Uh, spo- so yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Welcome to the finale. <laughs> yeah. P- poor throwy. Look, we- Alas, I knew him well. Uh, we don't blame you, raising rune lords. But what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> so Bereson, uh like he throws the first one, and it just goes wild because I guess he lo- lost his footing on the way over the table, and he uh, throws the second one at a twenty-two. That's a hit. Excellent, excellent. Uh, that's going to be six points of slashing damage. As that one makes connection, bad frog. Yeah. Bad frog. No soup. Oh, he he says um <laughs> he says it's it's still uh, preparing to attack. It's like I can still see it though. So and that's I guess we've still got the uh, telepathic link. So <clears throat> he's just yeah, it was a couple of three hours this time, something like that. Sounds like it. We're in a combat situation. At the number will be low. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, he he'll he'll try to give its relative position at the back of the uh, at the back of this arc of tables, uh, table of arcs, arc of tables. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's going after it. Anything else? I think that's going to be it. Don't forget Puzzle. your minion. Don't forget your minion. Minion? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, which minion is my Hinch, minion? Hinchman. Uh, all I know is I think Sakuro is Kaldun. No, Sakuro is is uh, Tarathiel. Mine's okay. a jar. Okay, so then there's Thistle. 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 <laughs> Process of elimination. Okay, so Thistle is going to step up to just inside the door. And then... Um, so, longsword, shield, longbow. Longbow. Uh, pull, pulling the longbow and taking a shot. Um, oh, and right. do we have statistics or you just want to roll a d20? Go ahead, just roll the hit. I'm, I'm working on getting you guys those stats. Okay. These are henchmen for those who are listening. Um, we're going to use the henchmen rules in... Is it... Uh, is it henchmen, is henchmen or sidekicks? Sidekicks, thank you. Yeah, Tasha's. Um, Tasha's. So these are now your sidekicks. These are Sick. level four warrior sidekicks. Nice. Um, I, I'm going to keep them like two levels below you guys at all times. They'll level up with you. Um, but they are, I think it's warrior. There's three or four different types of psychics you can have. Mm-hmm. These are all four, like the fighter types. 
Uh, at level four, they are just extra attacks. Um, but right now, until I get it solidified, they're one attack. You roll the hit, and I'll let you know if it hits or not. Okay. Because I've got, I've got what they are plus to hit things are. Right. Uh, thirteen. That's a hit. Heck yeah. All right. How much damage? D eight for D eight for a uh, longbow. Uh-huh. No, not D D eight. It's D eight plus two. Uh, seven points of damage with the plus two. Plus two. All right. Got it. Fares on turns over his shoulder and gives him the thumbs up. You know, good shot. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the Hancock. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Puzzle. Well, find her. Where is she on she's this map? Oh, she's back there. Um, yeah. Luckily. Hmm. So, Puzzle knows what these are, too. And they don't give her the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> but... Uh, I'm going to ask her to, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Um, I'm going to have her move down there. All right. Just to keep an eye on things. So she can see the entire room. Okay. The whole room. <clears throat> Except for the, the you know, nearby alcoves there. She yeah, the crooks there. and nannies. Yeah. Yep. The crooks and nannies. The crooks and nannies. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think it means. All and, right. And she's done. Tarathiel. Uh, do I have reason to believe this thing has seen me? Um, don't know. Okay. It hasn't looked at you, stared at you, or spit at you, but <laughs> whether or not it actually perceives you is different. Yeah, or screamed at you. at me. Yeah. <laughs> I was out of the range of its screen. Uh-huh. Um, all right. 5, 10, 15. I'm going to drop down off of the wall. All right. 20, 25, 30. Try to we'll move to there. Uh, I'm just wondering if I should hide before throwing a dagger. Because then in theory it won't know where it's coming from. Although it should be obvious. So I don't really know how that works. Well, you could duck behind. Yeah, I mean, as a bonus action, you could hide. That's a skill provided, you know. So, yeah, you could yeah. hide as a bonus and then attack afterwards. Hey, Coward, welcome back. That's the plan. All right, yeah, Tarathiel will kind of uh, run across the floor behind the stable, duck down, and then hail a psychic dagger at this thing. Give me your stealth check. I would love to. <laughs> That's a good one. 29. Oh, I'm not even going to roll. Okay, yes, you are stealthed. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? Uh, Do I get advantage with that then? Because he can't see me? Uh, Yeah, I think that is... Pretty sure that's how that works. Yes, yes. Stealth rules are confusing and horrible. That's the point of it, right, yeah. (laughs) 23 to hit for a a total of 18 damage, including the sneak attack. Holy Okay, shot. And then Sakura will 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Everyone loves counting in fives in podcasts. Yep. Uh, okay. uh, actually, I might move to the... No, I'll move to the... Standing in the roll. See if I can... Okay. Wow, that's that's 30 feet. That's as far as you can move. That's unless I'm just takes a describing dash. Yeah. Actually, I might get him to take a... Oh, he's got a longbow. No, he's just going to fire. All right. 
I'm going to try and take a shot. It's probably a pretty crappy shot because I'm trying to fire in between Keldun and Fezan's elbows. <laughs> Hold still. <laughs> Four. That is a miss. Watch it. Curse. Anything else to write the L? No, that'll do me. I'll right. turn the right way up. Hang on. Top of round two, it is Caldoon's turn. Uh, yeah, your turn. Oh, can't hear you, Heath. Thank you. Uh, when the slide uh, croaked at us terribly, yep. the my shield shimmered and cracked. It took the brunt of it, and then you know the rest of the damage just kind of. You know, bloodied my nose. Okay. And I, I look at everyone and say, "This is a slod. They are horrible creatures. Um, they are hunters and assassins." From the plain of Limbo. Limbo, yes. Where's that? <clears throat> and he probably understands everything I just said. Um. So, you know the hierarchy of the slatty, slatic, mm -hmm. sladashish. Uh, lineage. This is the, this is a mud slot, right? This is as bottom as it goes. These are the lowest of low, like the slaves of the slot world. Um, funny side note, uh, as a child, Heath was having me DM his character <laughs> and his character killed Yoggle, the god of slots, obtaining its death scythe. The scythe. <laughs> yes. Granted, we were like 8 and 12 years old. That's how you play. But Little history of the 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 slod canonical world. Uh, Yogol is dead. Okay. Anyway, um, and it's all Heath's fault. It is. No wonder he came after us and screamed. I know you. Right. You killed my grandpappy. Recognize you. Um. Okay, so I am going to. Uh, I'm going to move up a little bit. And then um, I'm going to start weaving an incantation and a portal. What's the range on this guy? 90 feet. So let's see. Where am I going to put this? No, wrong thing. He's somewhere in your okay. death. Uh-huh. Pazel. Palesh. Palesh. Yes. A portal appears behind this lod. And this... Very creepy looking figure walks out of it. You know, empty black eyes and just howls back at it. Um, do you have a token that I could use? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think this is what we used in the spider fight. <clears throat> I'll look for a better one. That looks exactly like him. Uh, let's see. Uh-huh. I'll put it right there. Okay. Yeah, a little closer. I think that one's trademarked by Marvel. Can we use that one? Let me see here. I need to make <laughs> well, sure. Squished, squished ant. <laughs> yeah. That should, so Farazan should be safe. Oh, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up sidekicks I over here. From here. <laughs> should be. I'm looking up sidekicks <laughs> and I hear he should be safe. What? Hold on. <laughs> Who's running the game? <laughs> so, uh, Pilesh. Let's uh, loose with a just a hor horrific 
unworldly scream. Um, so it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Tell me what the scream is. Is fear. this a fear? Okay. Is this uh, like a magical spell? Is this like an ability? It's not a. Sp- uh, okay. Let me let me read the thing. Okay. Dreadful scream once a day. The spirit screams. Each creature within thirty feet of it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC. That doesn't mean it's a spell. It's just that's the strength. Right. Right. Or be frightened of the spirit for one minute. The frightened creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turn, ending the effect. Doesn't it say it's a spell effect. It's a magical effect. Is it? Is that... Okay. Well, I mean, what was I mean, the first? Are, are there are there effects that cause fear that aren't magical? I mean, big bullies. But okay. it sounds like a. I mean. It's up to you. It's, well, it's, behind it's, the screen, it has magic resistance, right? So if it's a spell or a magical effect, it has resistance. And this does, to me, sound like a magical effect, right? Okay. What do you think? I, I, I'd rather well, play it right and, you know... I mean, I, 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 can see, I can see why you say that, because I summoned it with a spell. But... It's it isn't it isn't a spell. I mean, it's is, a, it, okay. Well, is dragon fear a magical effect? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Okay. So it's, all all fear effects are magical effects. Until otherwise, I mean, why wouldn't they be? Like, what what else causes something to make you run away? Like you could be scared, but it doesn't mean you're fear and running, right? I mean, you fight this creature, you're scared. You're you have fear, but an effect that forces you to run away—that seems supernatural, magical effect. Okay. Until we find out otherwise, um, it probably won't make a huge difference uh, because this thing's about to die. We hope so. Um, Let's get out of it. What's the DC? It's sixteen. Okay, so at least in this case. It didn't matter, and I'm glad it didn't because yep. I would rather know for a fact whether or not. But it did succeed at saving throw. Okay. Is there any secondary effect for su- succeeding? Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. And, and once it saves, it's immune. It doesn't have to. It's it's clear. Okay. Uh, and it is going to. Or Pazel Apalash is going to move up right next to it. Okay. And. Uh, she is done. And then a jar. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 is going to move forward and take a shot with his bow. All right. 16. That's it. Ooh. All nice. right. I just remembered to turn the music on. Sorry. Five. Uh, you said plus two? Yeah, plus two. Yes. Seven. So seven. All right. Uh, this thing is definitely bloodied. Oh, yeah. Nice. And not looking happy about its life. <laughs> it's not a good situation. <laughs> it, it wasn't even a life choice. It didn't have a choice. You came into its house. so I was just trying to leave. I know. I was just having a nap. You sort of cast the spells. Terrified me. I came over and went, ah! And ran away. It's uh, to have and- defensive abilities. <laughs> Uh, Atheos Kaldun. Hey, and we are done. All right, it is 
its turn. Um, it's very noticeably some of its wounds are healing. Oh, they and... regenerate, by the way. <laughs> Guess what? Uh, and I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll this in front of you guys because it can. It's like a it, that that screech was kind of like a dragon breath. It has a chance to regenerate uh, regenerate every turn. Or a cooldown. Yeah, and like a five or six, it has its ability again. And the reason I'm doing this is because I can really mess you guys up, and I don't want it to be that to be behind the screen. Uh, one, so it does not <laughs> it does not return. Um, oh, instead of the number that, of rounds, it's just it has a chance to re, to yes, oh. it's a yeah. recharge chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like one third. So it, potentially, it could only happen once per combat if you go ten rounds. If it keeps rolling low. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in that case, uh, it knows it doesn't have this ability, and it turns on Palesh and just unleashes on it. Uh, it claw, claw, bite. No, one claw, one bite. Um, which is back to attack the Lesh. Uh, 18 on the die. I'm assuming that's, that's probably a hit. A hit. Her, uh, her, her armor class is um, 14. 14. I heard 24. Um, it takes some damage. It also needs to give me a Constitution saving throw. What if I refuse? It's uh, auto failure. You a can five. voluntarily fail. <laughs> you can. All right. Uh... <laughs> so, on top of the damage it just took, it took five points of damage. In addition to that, it's. Uh maximum hit points and current hit points drop by six. Yikes. I hate when that happens. <laughs> Yikes. Bears on maybe. So so is that effectively 11 points of damage? It is. Yes. Because uh, it's the current and max. So yeah, it's a total of 11 points of damage, but until whatever happens, it's maximum. Is, I know it's a summon creature, but like if one of you guys happened to have, done, have this happen uh, to you, your max would drop by six. Okay. Um, Don't like it. And then it will attempt a bite. This big old maw of face. What would you say its armor class was? <clears throat> 14. 14. Uh, but, but, where is it? That is also a hit. For five more points of damage. Okay. Is, it, uh, is that like with the total maximum reduction stuff? That only happened with the claw. Oh, okay. All right. So, so a total so of 16 points. The claw hit and it slashed, but then it just looked like it got infected. And then Palesh just physically just looked like it got sick and it, it's hit points. It's just impossible. But yeah. Okay. Right. Thematically. The claw. Um, and then it will <laughs> provoke and get on back out of the area. She is going to take her attack of about the day. Natural twenty. Uh, natural twenty. Natural twenty. Nineteen on the die. That's a hit. Okay, so this is chilling rend. Um, it's uh, D twelve plus three cold damage. There's no other side effect. Good lord, that's pretty solid. It's so cold. <laughs> chilling is so eight eight points of cold damage. Eight. Points mm-hmm. of cold damage, I think, and it falls. I, was say, I think that freezes it in a place, right? 
It just falls right beside Palesh. Why haven't we been doing that the whole time? <laughs> Why don't you start with that? <laughs> Why are you casting detect magic in combat? You <laughs> quit! <laughs> with the flipping kind of a, in this place. It's kind of a fire right. guy. <laughs> Not so much in the cold. Uh, combat is over. Creature falls. Palesh rejoices. <laughs> Takes a bite. Um, I'm going to re-describe this room because I think it's been like three weeks since I did that. Mm-hmm. Maybe two weeks. Two. Um, the edges of the huge room fade into darkness. Uh, several large work tables covered with bits and pieces of scrap metal stand in the center of the room. Somewhere from the depths of the room, uh, no longer is there a strange skittering sound echoing off unseen walls. That's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> these are all seven obviously these are huge tables uh-huh. um, these are all workbenches they all have scraps that, uh, metal scraps they have uh, tools for creating not necessarily weaponry um, uh, Kyle dude you can give me a blacksmith check we used intelligence uh, anybody else can give me maybe a knowledge history uh, to get an idea of what primary use of uh, what's going on in this room that would be a uh, 27. All right. Everybody, you're good. You don't have to roll anything. Um, it's obvious that the primary um, product being made on these things were humanoid size cages. Uh, okay. I hate it. Many, many of them. Many, many, many of them. Many, many. <laughs> <clears throat> Drathiel's still ducked down behind the table. <laughs> Is it ever? <laughs> Is it dead? <laughs> I think it is. It's not moving. Oh, uh, Matt, does, did the slide evaporate? No. Or is it, the body still there? It's still there. Okay. Right. Um, and now that you've taken a moment to take the room in and kind of get an idea of what's on these tables, uh, Drathiel, Ferzon, and Palesh... Palesh, give me perception checks with disadvantage. Fine. I don't like it. Gotta find out where. Ferzon's gonna move to pick up the torch. (laughs) Nice roll. Twenty-four with disadvantage. Four with disadvantage. Uh, Perception. Caldun. Perception. You said. Oh, that was your intelligence. Uh, Perception. Yes. Nine. Nine. Palesh is six. Six. Okay. So as you're moving into the room, uh, checking out these tables, Terethiel, you come around the table uh, t- closer to Ferzan, and you look over and you swear you see that the slide had moved. The slide had moved? Yes, is. Like, you see maybe it's breathing. It's something. regenerating. It's, it's still alive. It's um, it's not dead. It's like not you, dead. Maybe you like you almost like you saw it open its eye and look and see what was around it and it closed it quickly. But it was just very almost imperceivable. But you noticed it in the dark, in the dim lights. It's doing like one of my kids where it's laying down and one of the eyes pop open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very very much. <laughs> and this is we're out of combat, but I'm keeping in mind it's been a round. It's been two rounds, so we're about two rounds after combat. Can Pala, can I command Palesh to attack it? Um, Tarathiel, did you just scream like it's alive? 
Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Yes, he, absolutely. He screamed, "It's not dead!" and ran and hid behind another <laughs> one of the tables. I, I think she has advantage because it's prone, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to give two rolls to see whether or not it's okay. Uh, what was your attack? Well, that would just be twenty. That's a twenty 20's, to hit. Twenty is a hit. Super no. <laughs> Farazan's <laughs> going to uh, overhead smash this thing. So that's uh, 11 points of cold damage. 11 points? All oh, right. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It gets a multi-attack. Ooh. Okay. Number of attacks equal to half this. Oh, no, no. At this at this level, it's, it's a single attack. Oh, okay. So it's just all right. I was going to say, why, why don't we all just be wizards and summon whatever this thing is? <laughs> So when you command, um, what what is this creature? Tell me again. It's a shadow shade. It's a shadow spawn. Shadow spawn. So when you command the shadow spawn to attack, it it raises up. You know, it, it's it's standing up, and that's when you remember one of those things that these lowly slod tend to do when they're under a lot of attack or being tortured. They like to Play feign dead. death. And now you realize that's what's happened. Just a little behind the screen. I like telling people what's going on with these creatures because sometimes it's really neat. But this thing, these are actually the cowards of the Slod uh, society. You know, they're terrified of everything. But with pa with Palesh attacking it, I hate to do this, but we're going to roll initiative again <laughs> to see where we go. Actually, you know what? Let's just, since you just commanded Palesh, it's it's Khaldun's turn. We'll finish that up. That's part of your your this round action. We'll keep the same initiatives. Oh, good. Uh, since we've already rolled and all that, I don't want to go through all that crap again. There's <laughs> really okay. two two rounds of downtime. So, Khaldun, okay. it is your turn. You commanded Palesh. Do you have any other actions you can do for this round? Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to stare intently at the cowardly slad and imagine it racked with pain. Then makes okay. make an intelligent save. Is this Mind Sliver? It is Mind Sliver. All right. Uh, intelligence. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> they ain't known for their brightness. All of the other slivers gain first strike. That's some fail. Yes. Uh, takes eight points of psychic. Nice. Eight. And was it minus something to something? <laughs> uh, it's minus D4 to its next saving throw. Okay. <clears throat> um. And I am going to move up here a little bit. And then a jar is going to come around the corner here and shoot at it. All right. I guess it does, oh, he's standing now, right? Or is he? Uh, it hasn't had a turn yet. So it's, okay. it rose up like it's sitting, but it's still prone. It's still prone. Okay. Yeah. Just hadn't had a Already. turn yet. So disadvantage 11. Uh, plus, no, that's, that's a miss. Okay. All right. It's its turn. Uh, one more time. We'll see if it gets its screech back. Crap. Crap. So it stands. Half, its act, half of its movement action. Um, realizing it is about to die. Is it's, what, six to one? Not happy with the situation. Provokes an attack from Palesh. Okay. And fares on. Mm -hmm. uh, and because okay, <laughs> he hasn't left your attack area range. Uh, yet? He entered my attack range. 
with doesn't matter. Oh, that's right. You've got the feet. The feet. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Two attacks up. He has all the feet. He's got like yes. seven feet. You have. You are like a centipede. <laughs> seven and a half, in fact. <laughs> so uh, that was a seventeen to hit for Polly. That's, that's a hit. Wrong thing. Sorry. A D twenty for damage. Holy crap! Yeah, uh, thirteen <laughs> points cold damage. Thirteen. It falls. <laughs> Again, as it, so it gets a, it's crawling, standing, walking, uh, like getting up to a, a standing <laughs> so position. At the same time, it's taking this deep, deep breath, and Polash reaches out with its coolie grasp and takes it down again. Can I still take my attack of opportunity? Yes, you can. Okay, good, because he's st- he's yes, gonna he's gonna uh, uh, wipe the floor with this thing once it's down. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. it, it it puffs up to crook and then uh, nice. assuming a 23 hits with you the assume correctly magic steak is 10 points of damage all right you thud it it bleeds it croaks <laughs> yep does it does it croak croak or does it sit there it's, it's a not death, moving it's a death croak yeah it's not moving we may have to remove its head from its shoulders it's made of mud. Set fire to it. We'll get Patrick Swayze out here. <laughs> Turn it into a pot. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up a chair. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Um, All right. So that was its its turn. That was a reaction. That was your attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. on it is now your turn. Okay. Um, in and case give it, me perception check. Yeah. In case give it matters, perception. its speed is now zero. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it is pertinent now. True, yeah. true of most corpses. <laughs> I actually knew that before you said it. <laughs> well, you know, uh, fifteen on the perception check. Okay. Uh, what you do notice is that it was continually healing earlier. Mm-hmm. You notice the healing has stopped. Okay. Uh, oh. And you knock the healing out of it. Okay. In that case, uh, <laughs> just to be safe. Uh, he is going to uh, what's what's the uh, what's the game at the carnival where you hit the bell and you try to get it to ring ring the bell? So uh, strength bell, check. The <laughs> I think it's called ring the bell. Yeah, well, yeah he's, he's just going to ring its bell. Double, you know, two handed strike over the head. Uh, I guess that's okay. probably with automatic hit. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'll roll damage, and it's fifteen max damage. Okay. You, with a sickening, squishy crunch. Die, 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 die. looks, looks <laughs> over. Camera fades yeah. out, comes back an hour later. Fairzon's still whacking it. <laughs> He's just making sure. He looks over at Tarathiel and he says, Is it dead yet? I don't know. It doesn't look to be breathing, but I don't know what this creature Captain is. looks at it and goes, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> So have you ever seen a frog run over by a car? Uh-huh. That's kind of what you have. Okay. It's flattened out. <laughs> its blood is is like leaking, like black ichor all over the floor. You are very certain this thing has died. Okay. Okay. And that the by healing the way, has stopped. All right. Kawat says, "Ding." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Mike and Kawat. <laughs> Oh, Coward, do you have inspiration? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do now. Yeah, that's right. All right, so 
Again, you were out of combat. <laughs> okay. But this time, it's very obvious that this creature has been <laughs> dead. It's very <laughs> dead. Okay. And again, uh, Khaldun it does not return to its plane. It stays here. Okay. That's a little odd. Player, right? Yeah, that's a little odd. Okay. Jorathiel pops up, throws a psychic dagger at the puddle of goo, and then pops back down again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> this, this thing doesn't have any uh, equipment on it, does it? Uh, it's wearing a very, very nice cloak. Is it now? Otherwise, that's it. Okay. Well, Fairzone will step over and... Slide cloak. Yeah. You will remove the uh, cloak from the slide. Okay. And he'll, he'll take it over and lay it on the... Um, uh, that vertical running table there and say was this was what keeping it what was keeping it alive or is that some sort of natural ability it has uh well the slots naturally regenerate so i don't I, the cloak possibly could be helping it i don't know but it didn't need the cloak to regenerate and once and what you know about the regeneration is once it hits zero hit points the regeneration mm -hmm. stops oh it does okay yeah yeah <clears throat> Could there be more of them? Well, since this one didn't disappear, makes me think it wasn't summoned, so it's a distinct possibility. It's interesting. Uh, I did look through and I tried to find it. In every edition prior to this <clears throat> one, Slide and Demons and Devils and everything, they can summon others of their own kind as an mm -hmm. ability. That's no longer a thing in 5e. Because... So the description of the game I'm running is like D&D 3rd edition. And it talks about tactics and things like that and the whole feign death. And at a certain point, if it gets low enough, it attempts to bring in another mud slot behind the screens. That's not an, it, that's not an option in 5th edition anymore. There, hmm. like, there are no more summons, at least not for slot. I didn't go looking at Demons and Devils, but this uh, right. does not have the ability to summon others. So I thought that was interesting. Suspect that's probably just a five E simplification. Like, let's not have enemies that bring in more enemies. <laughs> it's yeah, just confusing it's a never and difficult. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Talk about hard to imagine trying to uh, determine the challenge rating of something that you might be able to double its numbers. Well, I think it can only happen once. I don't think the summons can summon. I think it's once a day. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's not like a fork slot. Nope. Yeah. It's not it's not Mr. Meeseeks, is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know that one. And it's a pretty low chance. It's always like 20%. It wasn't a big chance. It's 20, 25% chance to bring something else in. Just, you know, a little D&D &D history there for those folks listening in. Um, what Do I know enough about the, the way the slods reproduce to know anything about... You know what? I'm going to go over and I'm going to take a piece off of it. But do I know what might be inside of its head? I was going to say, can we make I'm not a... not sure what uh, you're asking. The slotty gems inside their heads? Uh, so you are going on a premise of old editions. Um, a, it will not return to its... So, at a game, it doesn't automatically return to its... If it's been summoned, it doesn't just return to its plane. It dies here. Mm -hmm. uh, it stays here. Uh, no more gems in the brain. It has a brain, you know, slot brain, which is goo now, but... Um, no, there. You go and look. Uh, mm -hmm. Thinking about the legend, the the stories you've heard in the past of slods having gems in their brains. Maybe upper level slods, but not the mud slods. You don't okay. you don't find a gem in this one. Um, I, I discovered that manually. Yes, 
Um, the only thing that's really available, like teeth are still whole, claws, and maybe some sheets of skin, like if you're looking to... to so, um, one thing that stands out to me about this slot is, number one, its ability to regenerate, and number two, that croak attack. So uh, I'd like to get some of its blood, some of its icor. Okay. And Plenty then, available. And then... Um, Vocal cords. I don't know if that's really a thing. I'm not quite a surgeon. Tongue? Tongue. Oh, yeah. Tongue's good. Yeah. Kind of an oral thing. <laughs> yeah. Just put that on your character and if you, you know, how we do magic items in the future. Sure. <laughs> um, and I would like to go ahead and continue restart casting to take magic. Okay. Oh. So, Khaldun begins casting. Uh, what's everybody else doing next 10 minutes? Farazhan's going to leave that. Trato's just. I was going to leave the cloak and just kind of, you know, Caldone when you get a chance. Um, and he's going to start checking the other tables to see if there is anything of value or of threat in the room. All right. Uh, Trathiel, what you doing? I'm just scouting out the, the shadows of the room just to see if there's a, another one in here. All right. So during the 10 minutes... Um, you guys are looking around, taking, uh, just checking everything, checking under the tables. Under this table that was closest to it when you uh, first came to the room, you find a, a another a bundle in a greasy cloak uh, wrapped up and tucked under the table. Okay. Greasy cloak. Greasy. Like, like a pig. Like, yeah, like just old, dirty, hadn't been washed in, you know. 600 years. <laughs> There's a pulse says, Ooh. <laughs> he, sets it, he sets it on top of the table, finds some tongs, and starts unwrapping it with the tongs. <laughs> How is that worse than the muddy gross cloak on the corpse? <laughs> oh. um, the th- your three guys come in, and uh, Sertico walks in, and he walks down here, and he points down to this uh, this alcove in the southern area, where close to where Pazel is, and he's uh, that might be where a secret door comes in because over on the other side of the of this area, I know there's a secret door, and I'm pinging it. It's a little farther south on the map, uh, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an area you've been in before. It's close to that that. Uh, there you go. He's he's like. Yeah, near the near the, the the spider areas, he's like, I know there's a secret door there, and I'm pretty sure it came to this room, but they just told us to stay out of this room. They didn't want us coming in here and seeing what there was. They didn't want you or to she, talking about Trio. Invisible, invisible monster? Uh, I think it was more about what they were making. Yeah. You mean these cages? They were making them? The cages, yeah. And they never indicated what their plans were for the cages. Um, by the time I got here, they'd already made them. Like they weren't actually making them when I started working here. Did didn't they tell us that they had some prisoners in cages elsewhere? I think they did. Like to the northwest. Oh, there is a like a prison room. Yes. Uh, and I think you stuck your head in there because there was a couple of cages that were empty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, mm-hmm. 
But those are not these cages. These, you almost think that these cages that were being made, now that you started thinking about it and you're, you know, casting to that magic, whatever you're, uh, you guys are talking about it. These cages that were made in this, this particular, uh, this room were probably enchanted. Like that quality of cage. Oh. Yeah. I didn't like it. Why would um, a cage need to be enchanted? Why would they need a slide to enchant cages? Unless the slide was making the cages. Hmm. I don't know. Those claws don't seem like the hands of workers to me. <clears throat> so between Tarathiel and uh, Pazel over the next 10 minutes, you find a secret door here. I mean, you spend 10 minutes looking for it, you're going to find it. Yeah. Especially Pazel with advantage and all that crap. So there is a secret door in this bottom right-hand corner. I uh, will reveal. Reveal. We'll reveal. Um, and in that time of you searching and finding the items and finding the secret door, uh, Detect Magic is complete. Excellent. Okay. And the cloak is magical. Which cloak? The cloak that the slot was wearing. The That's... greasy cloak is not. It's, it's just, just greasy. Yeah, it's just like a knapsack, like a hobo carries on a stick, that kind of feeling. Um, <laughs> okay. Inside the the, uh, the cloak, though, um, is jewels and gold, like oh. wrapped up and tied up. Creature. Yeah. Um, it's a ruby and an emerald. The ruby is worth 6,000 silver. Holy crap. Okay. Oh. The emerald is worth 1,000 silver. And there are 15 platinum. There's on... Which the value of platinum is interesting. Like, it's 10 times 10 times 10, right? Silver. But the fact that platinum is kind of a rarity is... It, it, it sticks out in your mind that this is... Um, this is a real treasure, you know, like platinum yeah. and gems and jewels, that kind of thing. You said 10 platinum? 15. 15. 15, 15 platinum. Oh, 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ferzon says, you, I found five platinum over here. <laughs> <laughs> and, th you know, Thistle, uh, he hears, uh, you've got the elven, uh, elven, you've got the uh, psychic. The cloak and the greasy cloak and the gems all sitting out here, and you're going through it, and you see Thistle just drooling <laughs> at the, the sight of the uh, gems and, and gold <clears throat> or platinum. Trathiel, it looks like you're trying to uh, take a look at the secret door. Uh, give me a perception check. Perception. Oh, by the loser familiar. Dang it. <laughs> Nine? Okay. Uh, it's definitely locked. Um, I wasn't saying no in German. <laughs> that is that is my perception. Uh, definitely locked. Yes. Uh, pickably locked? Uh, yeah, sure. Wait, we uh, have keys, right? We got like a zillion keys. You do? Fairzon offers Fine. to pick it. Fine, I'll try the keys. <laughs> what fun is that? Can't have any fun. Find keys and I no longer have a job. <laughs> but I maintain a stable number of digits. <laughs> uh, so, on you come down, you rifle through the keys. Eventually, you do find the key that fits. And the door, luckily, was not trapped. 
Uh, and it opens up, and it's quite literally a secret passage. Uh, goes down. I'm just going to open it all up. Uh, there's no point in being coy about it. Goes down, takes a right, and goes to what you obviously know is another secret door at the end that is in this wall. Is it pinging? I'm pinging, but it's not pinging. Yeah, yep. There it yep. goes. All right. Sorry. So, it, again, take a moment while he's casting. You find the secret door, and one of the keys does open it. So, you have this secret passage that's locked and hidden that goes from this uh, this workshop to the hallways near the spider area. You reckon Delve could cut some more keys so that we all have a set? <laughs> it is his job, after all. God, that was harsh. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't deal with locksmiths. I normally just deal with their work. Other than that, in this room, <laughs> you don't really find anything else. Um, I'd like to just take a turn about the room with the tech magic, see if I come up with anything else. Yep. <clears throat> Everything no? else is clear. Yep. Is it? Can we look up here? Is it possible there may be another secret door up here? Like symmetry being what it is? Uh, perception. Help me. Er yeah, everybody can go up there. And, um, is that the puzzle? That's that's us working together. That's advantage. So 20 total. Don't find anything. All right. 26. Don't find anything. Okay. All right. Not there. Oh, when I cast a tech magic, I lost polish. I forgot about that, so I can't have both spells going. Oh, goodbye. Sorry. Well, I'm gonna pull her off screen, and I'll be able to bring her back if you need her. Yeah. So um, it's described as a shadowy spirit. Um, so if you do ever find a token, it's kind of like specterish. What kind of shape do you want? Fearsome. Okay. I'll find a spectry badger. Let me just do a Google search for scary shadow and oh god! <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <clears throat> Not going there. <laughs> All right, what you guys gonna do? Never sleep and again. <laughs> this, so this, uh, this is a workshop. There's no, uh, there's no forge or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not made to create the eye. You know what I mean? Like it's not a forge. It's a workshop. If, yeah. Yeah. if that makes Assem sense. Assembly, not, not. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not like machinery, not machining, but like assembly. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there like? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There, um, in addition to the the jewels and the the platinum, there's a masterwork loot. I just saw that. Like the instrument. L -U -T -E. Yep. Like a... Yep. <laughs> uh, that's my classic... media file. Leave me alone. <laughs> classic. Classic loot sounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> what is the masterwork loot? cost or is it worth uh you think this is probably worth about 1500 silver oh, oh dang okay i mean it's nice it's it's a <laughs> it's it's a it's a fancy yeah 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 fancy. It's fancy. silver inlay and all that all that stuff it's 
It says here Stradivarius. <laughs> a little you, more than that. Do you play Fazan? I do not. Yeah, my um, finger work needs attention. Out <laughs> 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 of practice. Um, and uh, um, he, uh, Jamie, we we scroll down real quick and see if you can see the S's on those secret areas. Okay, um, I can see. Try- them. Yeah, okay. I'm going to reveal them as you know where they are uh, while you guys are figuring out what's next. Okay. Uh, you, know where, you know where several of them are. And if the idea is to take this as a uh, home base, you kind of want to know where the secret doors are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Ferzon will um, ask Khaldun, says, do you have any idea what this cloak does if it is I don't. It's going to take it take about an hour to sit down and figure it out. Should we rest? Are any of you hurt? Uh, I took a pretty, pretty square punch in the face from that frog croak. Yes, if we could take that hour, I would appreciate it as well. Okay. Um, I've got two things on my list here. The onyx bear pendant and uh-huh. a very nice slot cloak. Okay. It has two magic items. So All if right. we do do a short rest, we can cuddle up with those. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> intention is a short rest. Yes. Okay. Um, a jar, you know, you guys are talking about hang, you know, sitting down, detecting. Jar looks over at Thistle, like he nods over to the hallway. He's like, let's, you know, we're going to go keep an eye out. And they step into this room. You can still see them, doors open, but like they're keeping an eye out so you guys can rest. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so Proactive. you sit down, take a, yeah, take a short rest, mm-hmm. um, successful. So the cloak, uh, and if you need to heal up, use your hit dice and all that crap. Um, which I think fares on and you and Khaldun probably need to, mm-hmm. but the cloak is a cloak of elven kind, mm-hmm. which now that you think about how this thing was going in and out of the shadows and being very, very hard to see, it wasn't turning invisible. It was just very, very well hidden, almost like chameleon-like. Uh, so a cloak of elven kind essentially gives you a advantage on stealth checks. Heck yeah, man. Arizona puts it on. Does it take <laughs> it disappears. Um, attunement? I am looking that up. I don't think so. I will. Yes, it does. Okay. So while you wear this cloak with the hood up, um, wisdom perception checks made to see you have disadvantage, and you have advantage on dexterity self checks to to made to hide. Uh, as the cloak's color shifts and camouflages you, pulling the hood up or down requires an action. Okay. So you said that you have disadvantage on perception with the clo- with the hood up. People perceiving you have disadvantage. Oh, okay, okay, okay. When the hood's up, yep. made against you, or wisdom perception checks made to see you have disadvantage, and you have advantage on dexterity still. So it's like a double whammy, right? Like you have advantage to hide, and they have disadvantage to see you. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. kind of amazing. Very, very it's strong actually, hiding tool. Actually, yeah. Actually, one of those cases where you can double up on things because it's two separate roles. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, uh, and the pendant. 
Oh, uh, the pendant. Uh, so you sit down with it, and it is an amulet of primal instinct. Ooh, uh, I've heard of that. It is attunable only by druids. Oh. Um, <laughs> twice a day, you can cast on TV. Enhance ability. Okay. But only the physical aspects. Is the spell enhanceability? Uh, you could choose one of your stats. Oh, got it. Yeah. That mm -hmm. spell, but only for the physical aspect. You can't enhance your intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. So you get the either strength dexter, but it's a bonus action to use the ability. That is cool. And it lasts a minute, twice a day. Uh, at will, uh, with a standard or a bon I'm sorry, no, it's not. It's primal savagery. So at will, you can cast the primal savagery cantrip which is part of an attack. You grow claws and you can uh, add additional damage. Pretty good one. Yeah. Um, it allows you to speak with animals at will or just constantly have the ability to uh, speak with animals and you gain expertise in the animal handling skill. Nice. Jeez. Yeah. Um, how many levels of druid does one have? <laughs> <do? laughs> do fractional levels one. count? You know, huh? I, I, you know, I'm like point one druid. <laughs> Doesn't my so grandma was you, druid? When you think back, you... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like one eighth druid. Does that count? Yeah, it's like um, I'm part druid on my mother's side. <laughs> I'm quite a druid myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm something of a druid myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so <laughs> when you think back to. Um, that pit, that, that coast where you found the, the item. Uh, think back to the body that you found. The body was wearing rotten leathers. So you feel like that was a the body, now that you know what this, this amulet is and putting two and two together, you think that's a dead druid that was in the nest of, uh, of that uh, horrible, horrible creature. The devil dog. Yes. Uh, Skullvin. I mean, the lover of animals. I probably just went down there to pet it. Exactly. That's <laughs> what a druid would do. Pretty sit, bird. Sit, Ubu, sit. Pretty bird. Well, one one hopes because druids could do other things, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I did say it required. Yeah, even requires a tune. Even only by a druid. That's right. Yeah. A tune. Okay. So both of these things require a tune. Yes, they do. <clears throat> I was kidding about fairs on putting the cloak on. By the way, it would be silly. <laughs> Well, it's not as silly as you would think. Exactly, it would it's counter, not terribly it would counter silly. your heavy armor. Yeah. Well, he would, I mean, it he would, would more than counter. Take, it. He would have to take off his uh, cloak of protection. Off. Oh, that's well, that, yeah, that's that very is silly. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know. You could wear one cloak on the left shoulder, another cloak on the right shoulder. It'd be very yeah. fashionable. D and D five E doesn't limit to slots, so you could wear two cloaks as long as it makes sense, which it doesn't. So you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Puts it around his head as a headband. Yes, good check. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, did either of you guys use any hit dice to heal? Yes. I used one. Two. Okay. All right. I rolled a two. Awesome. Oh. Uh, I did not, but I'm going to push the short rest button anyway, just in case I have things that reset. I don't think I do, but... I think all of my things reset on the short rest. So I don't know if I discussed how. So there's a, like a soft limit to re, to short rests and things like that, and I don't know if I've ever talked about it because I don't think it's really come up. My limitation to short rests is, however, if you've got 
hit dice left in your pool, mm -hmm. which is kind of a diminishing returns, right? So at a long rest, you only get half your hit die pool back. So yeah. the more short rests you take on adventuring days in a row, the fewer you can take on adventuring days because you only get half those back and yada, yada, yada. Um, the reason I do that is because some classes are absolutely de dependent on short rest to make themselves viable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ding, 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 warlock, right? So fighter. Fighter. And fighter, right. So yeah. a lot of these short rest abilities, I think, are necessary. So if you want to take an hour of the day you have to, to get your short rest abilities back, you have to have dice in your hit die pool to do that. Okay. If you're out, short rests no longer apply. You have to take a long rest to re start resetting that stuff. <clears throat> that, that to me is, you know, if you're using your hit die pool, you're getting the hell beat out of you. You're worn down. Just taking an hour break is not going to do it anymore. You've got to rest. So that's my my idea behind um, limitation. Normally, they say two short rests to every long rest, which it will probably equal out to that more than likely. Um, but just FYI, don't think that I can only take two in a long in a, in a day's period. Okay. Um, so short rest over. You've determined what these two items are. Um, anybody going to take the cloak? Well, Tarathiel, do you need the bonus to stealth? I mean, would it help you in a significant way? If the answer is yes, then you should definitely take it. So, uh, out of character, I have expertise in stealth, so I'm already rolling a plus 10 on stealth checks. Okay. I don't know if it's necessary. It's cool. <laughs> cool. I, mean, I mean you would be yeah. a predator with this thing on like advantage you you know 2d 20 plus 10 like, i mean you'd be impossible to detect yeah. yeah but i'm just wondering if it's a hat on a hat but right sure um but i i'm thinking thematically terathiel might want it just because he doesn't want to be seen when he doesn't want to be seen so <laughs> Oh, to the <laughs> and be, uh, yeah, and because he he gave up his hat of disguise to um, Delve for the moment. Oh, that's right. Yeah, take it. Yeah, I say, I say take it. You should take it. Yeah. <laughs> Drathiel <laughs> just puts it on and he's just gone. <laughs> yeah, right. Without even trying. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, Thistle's over there. I'm Druid. <laughs> no, Druid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a dream. <laughs> um, so in that case, Tarathiel, will you just remind me when it comes to time I need to roll perception so that I remember to do it at disadvantage when detecting you? Uh, yeah. No when the hood's up. Remember, the, the hood does have to be up. It's an action, yada, yada. You can always run with the hood up. There's no reason not to do that. But just keep me honest. Okay. Oh, we will. Oh, 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 oh yes, it will happen. <laughs> All right, you guys are freshly arrested. You're uh, now have a permanent invisible stalker in the party. Uh, what are you guys going to do? We win. Still, the old, <laughs> we have a house. I'm going to grow sunflowers. Going to um, refinish the basement. So just a little recap. There are a few rooms in the uh, fortress proper that you have not gone into. But in discussion with the uh, 
you know, Thistle in a Jar and Sukuro. It's these three rooms that it's two rooms that are uh, adjacent to that room that they're saying, stay out of there. It's horrible in there. You don't want to go in there. It's those, you know, those creatures in a pit. It's those three rooms. And the two rooms that are adjacent to it, or there's three rooms in total, it's two barracks and another, uh, uh, another, um, like a banquet room, somewhere where they sit and spend time and eat, blah, 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 in a hallway that lead to this room. So I'm going to open it up so you can see what it looks like. Um, and you know that there's that uh, that trapped area. Um, but this is just based on the description of your henchmen. Okay. Your uh, henchmen? Psychics. Psychics. Uh, what was that movie where... Uh, Sky High, I think? Psychic, yeah. So that area is now opened up. We have enough dining rooms to have like three or four concurrent dinner parties. <laughs> That's what dwarves do. They have dinner parties. No one knew. <laughs> and this is the room that they were of describing. Awfulness. Don't go in. Yeah. So speaking of room of awfulness, I mean, if we're going to actually call this home, we probably have to do something about that room. Mm-hmm. Um. How do they describe it again? The pit so, of like chompy eaty things. The pit of yeah, despair. It's, it's a pit, um, <laughs> and oh. only Thistle has seen it. The other two hadn't seen it. Um, there, it, it's a pit, and there's an illusion. <laughs> no, there's illusion over it. But down in the bottom is just this undulating mass of red, like a swarm of small red creatures. Um, he doesn't know what they are. They weren't described to him, but it, apparently it will just, it's ferocious and will absolutely just eat you alive if you fall dead in there. It's watery at the bottom. So these things are small creatures swimming uh, in the water, a uh, couple of inches deep of water at the bottom. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, they were just saying, don't fall in, you won't get out. It's terrible down there, that kind of thing. Ill tempered sea so bass. I have Dispel Magic. Now, I'm not saying we do this right now, but eventually, once we kind of poked our finger in all the holes here, I think I I could probably dispel the illusion. And then we can, you know, dump Drano in there or something to get rid of him. All right. So, just just, just back burner for now. Fire. Yes, absolutely fire. A little lever that says, you know, flush. No, no swarm. (laughs) All right. So no, no swarm. All right. So head up to the so, uh, northwest then. So only a, a lot one of part left in this area, and that's the top northwest. The stinky part. Uh, do we have to? Yes. Well, Sorry. do you have, uh, was it stone shape? You can just melt the doors and seal them in. Maybe I should have uh, studied a little bit more in Druid school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody wants to be a Druid. Uh, yeah. I've never played a Druid. I I I played one in a a playbook post for like what three weeks? I think I don't remember. But it Druids are fun. Druids are a lot of fun. I, mm-hmm. I like playing Druids. Well, I the only. I think I've played with someone that played a druid, and at the point at which I was playing with them, um, they had broken the game because it was a uh, a bear grappler 
druid of, of awfulness and, and nastiness. Yeah, so. So, put put yeah, some clothes yeah. on, man. Moon druid is one of those things. It's like, I don't know what they were thinking when they made that subclass. Well, the thing about moon druid, though, is it does not scale because you're the creatures that you can more you can shit wild shape into they scale terribly like so by like eighth level you know, your your forms you're going to be changed into a form and you're going to be back to your normal form in like one or two hits so it's great to start out with like it's very survivable to like fifth level mm. but then you like even as a moon druid where your scaling is better than all the other druids it does not keep up you're you're still turning into like a little brown bear when you're fighting dragons, you know, like. So it's great at the beginning, uh, but it it just doesn't last. It doesn't keep up with uh, the linear curve or whatever linear advancement. Form anyway, of that's the yeah. snack. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm going to distract them. <laughs> Is it circle? Uh, circle right. the moon. Smear some honey on me. <laughs> Uh, we're we're missing somebody. Where are we? Uh, uh, yeah, yup, yup. For the bank. Yep, yep, yep. and Puzzle oh. are down there um, <laughs> looking for our secret door. Okay, okay. So, Trathiel, you are at the door. You have already oh, actually no, okay. opened this door. Uh, Ooh, that's you right. You did open it once. You cracked it open. It was stinky, and you closed it and locked it back. Mm-hmm. So... You have a little bit of knowledge. You know that the door's not locked. You have a key to this door. Uh, you know it smells like rotten death and decay uh, behind the door. But that's as far as you got. And you all <laughs> noped out and decided to go kill a frog. Right. But now you're an apex predator. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right I pull the hoodie up and like pull the drawstring all the way down so there's just a little porthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you killed Kitty. <laughs> All right, give me. Oh, go ahead and give me your. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and give me your stealth check with advantage. Gross. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be like, oh well. Ooh, uh, seventeen. It, it's already already saved me from a natural one. <laughs> oh, so it's you already got the plus ten in. So seventeen. All right. So 17 stealth and everything to perceive you has disadvantage. So, yeah, you're doing pretty good. All right. You're standing in front of the door uh, in the hallway. By Okay. You open the door. You walk in. Just disappear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, I, I can't actually see that, but that's appropriate. <laughs> so you open the door. You get that fresh blast of, uh, of juicy uh, death. And you have dark vision. Is that right? 60 feet. You've got it lit up. So feet. let me yep. open this up for you. With the polygonal, polygonal thing, whatever. That uh, smells like two century old Nolan here. <laughs> and uh, like it's a long room. Oasis. It's a long room, goes back, what, 20, 30, 40, 40 feet, 50 feet. And at the end of the, of the uh, room slash big hallway, uh, it's collapsed. Um, it's been destroyed. It looks like it was probably melted, like a lava flow came through here and, and destroyed what was already. Because the floor, even back through there, has been uh, uh, worked. It's it's like they have done something back here in the past. So the floor is nice and smooth, but it looks like a lava throw, flow came through here and just wrecked everything they had done. Um, 
and you can see that to the northwest there are two passages, two lava tubes uh, going into cavernous areas beyond, into the darkness. And you moved forward a little bit. Let me adjust. Oh yeah, I will. I will continue to edge forward and get up to one of the passageways. I take a I look. apologize. Give me just one second. I'll be right back. Sure. Um, open this up. And like I said, the floor looks like it had been worked at some point, but ancient, long time ago, the lava came through. It ruined all the work that they did. And the floor is still somewhat cavernous, not rough terrain, but it looks like at one point it was good, but then over time and through the damages of the volcano has somewhat been taken back to a natural cavernous look. The walls look cavernous. Yes. It's the only thing that looks different. It looks like it's still okay as the floor. No matter how good your, your tile work is, if you throw lava over the top of it, it's probably going <laughs> to It will pretty definitely rough, make it you know. worse. <clears throat> I've been to Pompeii. I know what this looks like. Have you really? <laughs> Yeah, it was great. I, I would it love was, to go to Pompeii. It was it was um, sobering. Like it was it was a, a it wasn't a fun place to be. Right, right. Uh, but it was an amazing experience to go there and see it. What a lovely city of death. Well, and I guess in my head, I'd always assumed in in my head it was like oh, this is an old timey place, so it was probably like a little village somewhere. Uh, no, it was a city. Yeah. <laughs> It's a big area, yeah. It's it's huge. We spent all day walking around it. Um, and yeah, it's uh, scary to imagine how quickly all that happened. <clears throat> and yet, not quickly enough. Yeah. Uh, Alright, I will keep edging forward. I'm just going to pick one of these at random. And I picked the left one because it was already there. Alright. First on says, to Rathiel. <laughs> <laughs> Should, should we move forward? I don't, I don't know where you are. Tarathiel, Yale, Theo. I'm in the passage. Sneak around, go around the edge. Uh, looking to the left, you see the edge of what looks like an enormous just pile of uh, bones and refuse and rotten skin and scales. Just a massive mound of just dead, rotting bodies. Well, that's not encouraging. The edge of it. Like, you, you're, <laughs> what you said, <laughs> well, I'm not happy about this at all. Like, <laughs> this is the very edge of, you know, what you're seeing. And to the north, you've got a little bit better. Open that up some. This it's another passageway that goes northern. Like so. Come on around. And you see in its entirety, um, so is that like here, or is it like a PSMI? The mound uh, <clears throat> is right in the center of this room that should be opening up for you soon. There is a lot of dead shit in a big pile here. Yes. I don't like it. I'm going the other way. <laughs> that at least accounts for the smell. Absolutely. <coughs> and come around the north. 
It's a small passageway, opens up, and you can see beyond it. There's a a, a large pile of rubble, but there's space to go around it uh, to the north and to the south. Let me get this nice and all right. Open. This th- can't this see thing over. is rubble. This right, what you just pinged is actual wall. Right. Up here is a pile of rubble that you've just come right. around to see. I got there and have a look, man. That. Right. Are the rest of you guys being stealthy? No. No, I'm hanging back. I don't want to make noise. Okay. Uh, Fares on. Just for uh, numeralic sake. Numeralic? Give me a stealth check with disadvantage. Just to see where you are with your movements. Wow. Like extra disadvantage or? Just standard, you know, stealth. Roll 10 dice. Pick the lowest. Hey, 17. 17, not bad. As quiet as Tarathiel. You are exactly right. (laughs) Um, And just give me 3d20 for the other three guys real quick. Uh, Uh, They're wearing chainmail, so they have disadvantage as well. Uh, 2d20, keep lowest, right? So I see a three. That's good enough. I I don't think that that (laughs) rolled properly because there's no... There was no nope. uh, actual rolling because I, I I just put, I was guessing at the syntax, so that's is that three a d twenty or is that just like I typed a three and it showed I typed up. a three and it I showed think it up. just it just okay. echoed three yeah, yeah. gotcha that's so one a ten okay <laughs> six for yeah a jar we got a two all right so again you're not trying to be stealthy but you're wearing loud armor you're walking into a room whose acoustics are like the Acropolis. Tarathiel, you hear them coming in to the hallway behind you. Just like the metal armor, slightly. like sounds like they're like <laughs> tiptoeing through pots and pans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ferzon's kind of MO is to try to keep to where he can be within the move action of Tarathiel, but he's guessing at this point, so. <laughs> I'm just so Trathia, moving around. Around. the the pile yep. of rubble is too high to see over so you're still you're not quite seeing past around it yeah uh, all right which way to Rathiel? uh i went left and right because the there's on you're carrying a torch yep is that still correct okay so he he will he will move up to the to the intersection here. All right. So you walk up um, to this intersection and you see just around the edge that pile that I was saying earlier, like mm-hmm. bones and meat and scales. And as you step around the edge with your torchlight illuminating that pile, it begins to move. Drathiel. Drathiel. <laughs> and as you stand there and you're saying, like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, it starts to stand and you start realize it's not multiple bodies and it's beginning to get larger and larger and stand on its hind feet and it's two small arms and it's giant maw it is a enormous zombified tyrannosaurus rex (laughs) (laughs) everybody roll initiative oh man where's 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 the guy from uh uh jurassic park when you need him (laughs) 
He's probably in the pile. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Here, here, Malcolm. No, no, no. That, yeah, is which wasn't there one of the ones oh, where there's, there's a uh, there's a pile of of uh, uh, refuse or whatever, and the the guy's phone is in it. You know, and I like to think thematically that it lets out like a giant T Rex roar. Yeah. But I also don't think zombies and skeletons could it has, talk. It has not functioning lungs. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. You know, it it goes like the 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 muscle memory of life. It looks like it's trying to roar. Like it lifts its, its head roar back. Its roar matches back. its hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so adept. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Don't forget, you guys are gonna have your uh, henchmen follow on your own initiative. And did anybody get above a 20? Yep, 23. 23. Tarathiel, 15 to 20. 18. 18. I uh, got 15. 15, what's uh, um, Tarathiel? Uh, shit. Uh, bird? 14. <laughs> 14? <Okay>. Bird! <laughs> Owl initiative? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Puzzle, jeez. All right. So, Tarathiel, you have initiative. And you actually kind of saw this happening. Because right at the edge of your dark vision, you see... Oh, oh, you don't see it because it's not there available yet. You see the creature stand up. <laughs> but you saw Ferzon. You saw the light of his torch coming around the corner. You saw... you. Look, uh, Tarathiel, where are you? Come around the corner, and then you see that pile of of pile of zombie uh, stand up. So, yes, it is your turn. You have initiative, uh, and Ferzon is in grave danger. <laughs> yeah, emphasis <laughs> on grave. Uh, I'm gonna move twenty feet to there, and then Chuck Yieldy Psychic Dagger. All right. That's uh, a 23 to hit. That's a hit. To do six psychic damage. Well, it probably doesn't see you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have advantage. Oh. Good call. Thank you. Uh, in that case, I'm going to roll again just in case because you know there's what? a 20 on every die. Let me roll my perception <laughs> with disadvantage to see whether or not the zombified tier. Nope. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, true. I forgot about that. Uh, in that case, it is 20 total damage with this. <laughs> Big difference. Okay. Uh, so one dagger, 20 feet of movement. Anything else? Yeah. Uh... If it's worth throwing the offhand one, but I'm going to do that. Well, I guess actually throwing the dagger reveals my position, so I, I might hide again. Okay. Step step back behind this thing and try and hide. Try. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will attempt to hide. Uh, 16. It's actually worse. <laughs> uh, is that with a plus 10? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a five and a six on the die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's Tarathiel. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, I oh, get oh, Sakura, oh, oh. right? So if if Fezan's oh, freaking yes. out. Yes, yes, yes. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. He's gonna have to dash to get in there and back. 
Yeah, not quite line of sight yet. 20. Now you can see him. Yeah, I guess if he can see it from there, I'll just stop him there. Yeah, you, he'll have okay. a little bit of cover because of Farazon. Shooting through yeah. Farazon. Uh, well, you so can't, like... can't, can't shoot. It'll take a oh, dash to dash. get there. So. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, it's two, two actions to get there. Well, Fares... action and a move. Okay. Farazon? Farazon says, Why the hell did I come in here? Um, <laughs> so he will step forward and like, well, this is awful. <laughs> he takes a step forward and begins with the steak. Um, and I don't know, is there a role to determine, um, like, insight or, I don't know, uh, even an attack roll that he could roll to say, would it even be possible to trip this thing? Um, it's a strength it saving It is throw. possible. It's a strength thing, and you believe this thing is probably incredibly strong, yeah. but not impossible. I mean, you're strong too, uh, but this is a T-Rex. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not impossible. You, it's two legs, you know, blah, 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 but it it looks like it uh, it, it, it lifts. You can actually see the musculature because there's no skin. Yeah. Do not skip leg day. No, it never skips leg day. Skipped arm day plenty of times, but not leg day. Uh, I need to put it in an order at Skies or an immovable rod. <laughs> Just like I want one to hang a hat. I want a couple to hang a hammock off of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I want to put it in this thing's mouth and just kind of like set it in place and be like, stay. <laughs> He's got to get it into no. his mouth. Yeah. Stop it. No, Farazon's definitely going to be in its mouth at some point. I mean, that's just the way it works. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he is... Funny you should say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah coward. I was thinking the exact same thing. I've got a big head and little arms. <laughs> um, he's going to strike at it with his long staff. Uh, for all right. To do all the things. 16 is the first one. That's it. Hallelujah. That's going to be 11 points of damage. All right. And he's kind of, uh, um, we've been attending uh, Taekwondo classes and the guy uh, teaches bow staff. And so I, mm -hmm. I clicked on a couple of his videos and I've seen him like spin at just an unorthodox uh, RPM of, of bow staff. And yeah, yeah I've got, I'm going to start incorporating some of that propeller. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> but I, like, I, don't, I don't even see it anymore. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just Mary puppets off the screen. <laughs> Uh, so he whirl he whirls around with the other end of the stick and hits with a twenty six, which is eight That's points it. of damage. All right. And I'm guessing this thing does not look uh, bothered by that at all at this point, right? You're hurting it. I mean, you're doing damage, but I mean, it, not bloodied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you take two attacks or three? Two. Took two. Does that include your bonus? Yeah, I was going to say, he's going to use his uh, bonus action to oh, hit, okay, hit okay. with the ugly end of the stick with a 12. Mm -hmm. 12 to hit? Yes. Is a hit. What? Yeah. Holy crap. It's very, it's very big. It's very big. It's very it's big. It's large just, and It's stone. a mountain of hit points. <laughs> uh, seven. Seven? Okay. Yep. And I think I'm going to stay, stay there. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to stay there. And yeah, do the thing. All right. 
Uh, you have a psychic. You have, too. A, you have a, a psychic. Oh, psychic. Uh, Thistle will move. Uh, he will take a dash as well, and that'll probably get him what right there. Hard for me. To, I don't know. Hard for me to count. Uh, uh, let's see. Where was he? He was about right here. Yeah. So he can dash to here, sixty feet. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know that he's going to be quite that, uh, quite that uh, brave. So I'm going to put him here, <laughs> so right. where he can see, but you know, not within uh, bite height. Gotcha. All right. Those fairs on Khaldun. You hear a ruckus. <laughs> roar. Yeah. Wait well, again. It's like a roar in space. You know, it opens his mouth, but nothing comes out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you see, you know, uh, Thistle and Sakura take off, and yeah. you see, you know, you see action. Not well, sure what's we, going on. We've got psychic we've got connection. The, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Okay, so I am going to. Uh, I I am on my way. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. That's it to move. So into the hallway room. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's see here. It's gonna bounce a firebolt off off the off the walls. Caramel. Yeah. <laughs> Fireball. I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm just gonna light up the room. <laughs> Fireballs in a pocket. So I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um and uh, so Ferzan has light, so that area is illuminated. Mm -hmm. Yes, he has his torch. Twenty feet. Okay, twenty okay. feet. Good, yep. good. All right. So, mm, I'm, I'm, can I infer a little bit, kind of where this thing is, based on uh, how they're you fighting? You see them all. You see all three of them facing <laughs> the same direction. You saw. Okay. You saw Ferzan whack at something. Yep. So yeah, you have an idea. Okay. All right. I invoke the hellish flames and I cause a ball of intensely powerful fire appear right there. So I'm ca I'm up casting flaming sphere to level three. All right. Oh. And I'm so dropping it right there. It's been a minute since you cast this. Talk to me again about flaming sphere. <clears throat> okay. It's a five foot diameter sphere of fire. Uh, appears in a unoccupied space any creature that ends its turn within five feet must make a deck save or take 3d6 damage because it's third level okay. as a bonus action i can roll the sphere and sumo it against somebody and they have to take a deck save as well <clears throat> all right so i'm dropping the sphere right there and then i'm going to roll it um diagonally Onto the thing of a bob. Can you so, control yeah, you, that? Uh, just a second. No. Let me fix that. So I, I'm going to let you be able to handle it. Okay. Uh, how about now? Yes, I can. All, All right. right. So I drop it right there with the casting. So it's got like a five foot radius of damage. Is that right? It's the. It, yes. Right. So it occupies a space like a creature. And then the... Yes, there you go. Okay. And so I'm so, going to... Go ahead. So uh, just... I, I wasn't paying full attention. So anything <laughs> that ends its turn in that radius takes the damage. 
Yes. Okay. Ends its turn. Ends its turn within... Yes, that's right. And um, I can use a bonus action, which I'm getting ready to do, to roll it into a creature to cause it to save as well. All right. How far can it roll around? 20 feet? Something like that? 30 feet. 30 feet. All right. Go for it. So roll, roll, roll. Stagger, stagger. Bump. Yeah, it can roll 30 feet or to the nearest T-Rex zombie, whichever is furthest. <laughs> yep. It's odd that it says furthest. that in the, in the book. But, you know. So it won't take damage till it ends its turn, correct? My bonus action, I can ram the sphere into it, which which also causes it to do it. Deck save. Okay. Gotcha. Probably going to fail. Yeah, failed. <laughs> <laughs> if okay. there's one thing giant zombie T-Rexes are known for, it's the dexterity. <laughs> nimbly, nimbly. So it takes nine points of fire. Nice. Nine points of fire. Gotcha. Anything um, else? And uh, that's all. That's Caldoon's move. A jar is going to. He's going to move up and around in Tarathiel's direction. <clears throat> So, can you can you control him? I can. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. So that is um, Can I put gonna, him right there? He's going to have trouble getting through this area. That's rubble and that'll be difficult terrain. Uh, so if he went this way, you probably have to end about here. Uh, All right, cool. Dash. That's that's where I'll put him. Okay. Yeah, he's going to dash. All right. Zoom. So that's right Khaldun. That is a jar. The zombie looks down, not so far. Well, yeah, very far down. This thing's a towering, enormous creature. You know, thirty feet tall. Looks down at, at Farzan and just whips around with its tail to smash him. It's not very nice. To start out the to start out its <laughs> multi attack. Uh, <laughs> Does it does it fire the flaming sphere like a pinball? It's golfing. Tilt, tilt, tilt. Does a twenty-four hit? No. <coughs> okay. Yes. Second attempt. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes. Oh, that's right. This is D D, not Pathfinder. <laughs> um, that's the tail. So that you is take, a ridiculous question. <laughs> holy crap! You take maximum damage. Jeez. Okay. Oh no. Twenty-three Good. points of damage from the tail swipe. Uh, with it, with a reaction. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I'm glad we took the short rest. Okay, uh, taking my reaction to uh, use stone endurance to reduce it by a d12 plus three, which is eight. Eight. Okay. And how much? So you take fifteen. 15. <laughs> instead, and then as it spins around, it comes down and bites you, attempting to pick you up in its mouth. Yep, we've played this oh, game no, before. It's, it's doing the lawyer toilet by spiky damp spiky armor. Natural spiky one. armor. <laughs> Yay. It rolled a natural one. Hooray. You are so lucky. <laughs> you, you are just you lucky lucky bastard. Alright. So it sweeps you with the tail, it goes down for the bite and gets a mouthful of fire. Um <laughs> Heartburn, heartburn. And it is dumb. It's a zombie. It does not move. So uh, does it a saving throw is it automatic it's, it's, damage? It, it, no, it's automatic damage. Okay. It takes a deck save for half. Oh, deck save for half. Uh, fail. Okay. Uh, let's 
13 points of fire. 13. All right. And that is its turn. Pazel? Oh, Pazel's going to swoop in and save the day. <laughs> Good <God>. um, <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Uh, she's got a pretty freaking huge movement. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20. Picks up fares on and saves him. 30, 35, 40, 45. <laughs> Suck up that attack of opportunity. 50, yeah. 55, 60. <laughs> Fair rocks the, uh, what was it? Was that the name of the phoenix in uh, Harry Potter? You forks. Carry like ten... Forks. Forks. How do carry I know all this way? crap? I don't know As how I know this Well, obviously, looking at you, you read a lot of books. I mean, look at all these yeah, books right. behind you. Yeah, check out that wall. Huh. I, I'm looking up the owl real quick to make sure I have her movement right. I think it's 60 I, feet. I think it's 60. I just, I don't, I don't, I just want to make sure. <clears throat> it's 60. Okay, good. All right. And so then um, she is going to swoop. You're hidden, aren't you, Tarathio? You don't know. You don't see him. Not well. <laughs> well he's definitely yeah. hidden. It. But yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is. 5, 10, 15, 20. I mean, I say not well. 30. For D&D. She's going to swoop and assist uh, Fairzon. So well, his, his next, attack. next attack will have advantage. All right. And then he's going to ba- she's going to bounce back over here. All right. And then uh, a jar... Is gonna come around there and take a shot at uh, Jurassic Park there. Okay. <clears throat> no, hang hang on a second. Uh, no, you, a jar went on your turn. It is my turn, right? It's Pazel's turn. Oh no, turn. it's Pazel's turn. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's okay. Just trying to win. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, else, yeah, I'm done. He, All right, done. Puzzle. Top of round two, Tarathiel, it is your turn. Uh, do you want to make that perception check with disadvantage to see if he can see me at 16? Uh, a disadvantage? Mm-hmm. It's well lit? No. It, you okay. could, yeah, you can make a perception. No, no, no. You, you, the dinosaur. Dinosaur. I, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were trying to I, s- determine I if he could see you. No, I understand. Yes. I, understand. I want to know if it could see me. Nope. <laughs> Good news. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. That's a, a total hit. of ni- 19 damage. 19 Five psychic, damage. 14 sneak attack, which is gross. That's, that's some solid rolls on your sneak attack damage, sir. Yeah, not doing great on the attacks, though. I want that 20. You know, the the best things they did was get rid of, like, immunities to crits and immunities to all this crap for undead. Mm-hmm. In this edition, I I hated that. Like like nullified rogues in yeah. previous editions. They just for a majority. Them up hit points. Yeah, yeah. All right, first attack, sneak attack, successful attack. I'm hiding again. All right. Uh, Twenty-eight. That's more like it. <laughs> there we go. That's a bamf. Yeah. <laughs> Trethiel steps back into the shadows. Oh, right. bonus attack. Uh, you can't do because you anything. hit. All right. No. So then Sakura will take a shot. All right. Uh, 12 plus 12. whatever the bonus is. Uh, got a little bit. Of, it still hits. Yep. 
what is the damage on these? D8. D6. Uh, D8 plus 2. D8 plus 2. Uh, 3 damage. Three. <laughs> yes. All right. Take that. Great job, buddy. There's an arrow sticking out of its <laughs> left quadricep. Anything else for Terethiel? Uh, no, I'm done. There's on. I mean, the, the quadricep is probably the biggest piece of meat on this thing, right? Hmm. Uh, if it had meat. <clears throat> I mean, mus- muscle, musculature. It's all glue. It has, yeah. it has meat. You don't want to eat it, but it has meat. Yeah, right. Yum. Um... <clears throat> I think I'm going to change up a little bit. Change um, my armor. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Put on put on more armor. Um he is going to uh stow his um uh staff into the efficient quiver. Okay. Um and pull out the uh plus one flail from uh uh Tyrael, I think. Um, Tyrell, whatever her name was, Trio, 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 uh-huh. uh-huh. one of those two, and pull yep. out his large shield. <laughs> okay, so uh, so you no longer have reach. No longer has reach, and he will take a step forward. All right. Uh, in this case, I don't think the reach is going to matter. Gets warmer. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, actually, I guess stepping down here would probably be the best best option you weren't going to take damage well uh oh, to, but yeah, to yeah get out of the way you, of thistle and yeah. and sakuro and all the other uh, people that are throwing mind blades and arrows and all those things <laughs> and also to get mashed against the wall <clears throat> and also to get mashed against the wall <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh wait where'd the wall go oh no <laughs> crap oh, my wall, no wall. My, my, uh, I, I, th- I, I thought there was forgot. a wall you stepped in there, I was opening it, yeah. But there's a lot more room. Uh, so he is going to take a couple of shots with that um, flail. Go for it. Uh, and Your first attack has advantage. Oh, good, yes. because that was a very bad roll. I'm going to re-roll that <laughs> to a 12. It's still not great. So It's better. 12's a hit. Okay. I think 12's a hit. Yeah. Uh, damage is 12. Right. Got a theme. You get a twelve, and you get a twelve. A flail. Which one is a flail? Is the flail the one uh, with a, a stick with a chain and a ball of, of correct? N- yes. Spiky yep. on it. Okay. So yeah, see him kind of like you know whirl the whirl the uh, head of that thing around and take another shot uh, with a fifteen to hit. That's it. And eight points of damage. All right. And I don't think there's anything fancy I can do with a shield. Is there? Um, save your life. Yeah, that's pretty fancy. Save, save Live, uh, like a shield bash. Uh, it's you can use it. I think a bonus action attack with a shield bash. Uh, but I think I don't know. It requires a feet. Yeah, and it's like all it does is move it or something. You can move something five feet. Right, right. And he would I think. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. And he would. Um, um, yeah, I think I think that does lose the shield bonus too at that point. Um, I I think with the feet it doesn't I, I I'm not sure okay, like okay. like the feats in this game I, I seriously doubt you'd get rid of that bonus but yeah, I don't think it I does. I don't know for sure okay uh, well I'm going to use uh, I am going to use my bonus action uh, on second win to get a little bit of hit points back all right uh, that'll be ten hit points back okay yeah that'll be it 
All right. Uh, Hinchman? Uh, Hinchman is going to... Uh, which one is Thistle? Is mine? Yes. Uh, so he is going to pull an arrow, and it's a plus three to attack with him. I just rolled the hit. Okay. Uh, an eight. Uh, that is actually a miss. Okay. Ferzon's like, you know, whack, whack his head. <laughs> Do better. So pulls the arrow, shoots it towards the zombie, and it, like, catches fire and turns to ash yeah. in mid-flight. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Right. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Ferzon, everything? That's it? Yep. Yeah, I think this is just going to stay where he is because he's kind of got cover and he's not going to come he doesn't want to come at forward any, at all so yeah okay uh Khaldun it's your turn alrighty let's see I'm going <clears> to <throat> move a little further Twenty, twenty-five. from this point can I see hit the thing no uh, here it's just one more and then you just barely like see the edge of it honestly like line of sight because it's moving around you can see it every once in a while but you don't have target like you'd have to be on line with Kuro and Thistle okay um okay and then Kaz I'm going to dash okay uh so that was this was 30 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Am I blocking Tarathiel? No. Okay. It'll go right. And then I'm, gonna, and then I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, it's a psychic dagger. He's, he's, right. he's like, it vaporizes, goes through me, and appears on the other side. That'd be actually pretty cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> um, and then I'll use my bonus action to engage Flaming Doom. <laughs> Smack it. Yes. Does it get saving through every time? It does. Yeah, every time. Okay. It's a dex. Uh, fail. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> this thing ain't got great dex. Nine points of fire damage. Nice. Nine points of fire. It sizzles. It smells like hot death. It's gross. <laughs> Good. We're cooking that meat. Mm. Um, and then a jar. Doo -doo -doo. So jar isn't aware of Tarathiel, I'm thinking, because Tarathiel is like on a different plane of existence. Yeah. Right, right. Five, ten, uh, and he has to get a sixteen, but disadvantage. Twenty-five, thirty. He's gonna No, he's not gonna do that because that's not smart. He's that's gonna go a little right bit, there. Yeah, I was about to say that's Pazel's there anyway. Yeah. Um that would cause a little trouble with Tarathiel's aiming. I will say. Uh, slight cover. Unless Trathiel moves. Well, I mean, you are... A jar is right in the middle of a narrow pa uh, passageway. It's five feet wide. He's standing there. So anything targeting through there is going to have a little bit of cover. Both ways. But, yeah. A jar is somewhat obscuring the attack. Uh, Trathiel, do you have a sharpshooter? No, I do not. Okay. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll, it it'll, I have... I have elven accuracy. Oh, what is that? Gosh, you got giga advantage. Yeah, yeah when, you're I, gonna when have I get advantage, advantage anyway. I get super advantage. Yeah. And the okay. thing, like the thing is, like 
grossly easy to hit too. Right. So, so a charge on take a shot. Okay. Oh, gosh, that's good. <laughs> Not that grossly easy to hit. <laughs> uh, even with his massive attack bonus, he does still miss. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. That's what you get. That's it for Khaldun. Yep. The zombie rawr, silently roars again and uh, swings his tail around at Farzan, trying to uh, destroy him. Missing. Yeah. He... <laughs> Spins around, rears back, comes down with a chomp. Uh, 19? No, sir. Nope. Is that because of the shield? Uh, no, no, that's just... Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, shoot, I was going to give you advantage. <laughs> or uh, inspiration. <laughs> All right, so it spins, miss, bite, miss. Uh, and that's it. Does not move away from the flame. It's dumb, a zombie. Uh, it looks like it, yeah, uh, well, actually, no. What's the saving throw? 16? It's 16. Oh. Uh, it is 16. Yeah. Right. So it takes half so damage. It takes half, so seven. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just one it like, is... spot on the side of this thing. It's just just, just cooking. Yeah, its left leg is, essentially, is eventually just going to kind of. It looks like away. a kebab. It's so many arrows in it, and it's <laughs> starting to get a nice, roasty, like medium well texture um puzzle puzzle um no she's gonna stop it all right it is the top of round three everybody has moved into a tactical advantage attacking this large t-rex zombie fiery on its left end fares on wailing on it everybody shooting arrows and we're gonna have to pick up next week <laughs> to finish to finish this combat Starting at round three with Tarathiel. Sounds good. Thank you, everybody. The hidden, the (laughs) never to be seen again if he chooses not to. Um, (laughs) Tarathiel. So who do we have tonight? I saw Cowart. Were you alone in there today, Cowart? I didn't see anybody else. We had uh, Raising Rune Lords. Oh, that's right. Raising Raising Rune Lords. If you're still around, thanks for joining us. Hope you had a good time. we should be back on schedule. No more delays. If we do, I'm gonna throw it Discord. But like I said, it will be, <laughs> it will be. Uh, I mean, it'll be like within an hour or two prior to recording. So we will try to let you know. But no foreseeable issues unless somebody you know gets sick again or whatever things happen. But thanks for joining us. Uh, we will see you in a week. Oh, you know what? I mentioned to Discord that we had an announcement, and I'm gonna go ahead and whet the appetite of those who happen to be here tonight. You'll find out later if you're listening to only Rocks and Rune Lords, but we're coming up on the finale of Rocks and Rune Lords. We're coming on, up on the end of the campaign, the end of book six. No spoilers, but our last episode will be going long and it will be going live. We're going to do our last episode as a live Twitch stream and finish out the campaign in in person. It's going to be on a Saturday. It's not going to be at 9 p.m. like ours is. So it might be a little rough for you, Mike, to to do it because it's going to be like probably either really late your time or really early. Not sure what time we're going to do it. but I don't care. I'll be there anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
we are going live. Uh, the date has not been set yet because, you know, the adventure's still going. Can't really predict how long it's going to take to get there. But we're thinking mid to late July. So keep that on your mind. We are going to do our final episode live on Twitch and see if we can't save the day. Huzzah. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time. Thanks for coming by, guys. Bye, y'all. Thank you.